I have, yeah, I have real trouble doing Let's that. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so, welcome to, uh, welcome to a, uh, fucking contentious bullet dude's too. Whoop! Uh, it's every week. <laughs> this one in particularly. Oh, I, oh, it's thematic! Fuck, I got there late. That's okay. Still got there. Uh, this episode is sponsored by two- uh, we'll get, It'll make sense in a minute. Alright. This guy. It's sponsored by two sponsors. We're playing Enter the Gungeon, by the way. Uh, Movement Watches and Casper Mattress. Uh, go to mvmtwatches.com slash soup, and they'll give you 15% off your entire purchase for fine- Find watch wear, wrist wear, bling, and then uh, you can get fifty dollars towards any mattress purchase from Casper by going to casper.com/dudesoup and using code dudesoup. So thank you, sponsors. Whoa, look at that. You more from them in a bit. What does that do? Winds it. Ooh. Look at my little guy. Running I can little set it there, huh? I like his derpy eyes. Oh, you guys are. I'm actually setting the watches. setting the watch currently. What time is it? Ten ten. Okay. True story. <laughs> this watch got me laid. That's what? not a true story. <laughs> what time is it? Time to get laid. And then you just like winked at somebody at the yep. bar. Ding! Yep. You wiggled your wife. Time to get laid. And then their husband walked up, and they're like, "You ready to leave?" She's like, "Yes." Yes. Jesus. Get me away from this creep. I like her cigarette throwing. That's really cute. So okay. Uh, speaking of the in, oh, you can control me too. That's I got, I'm controlling the joy uh, the camera. I think right. Nope, you're controlling. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of the intro, uh, we got some we got some drama talk this week. Oh yes, we do. Drama God. with a 20 minute rolling R. Uh, both PewDiePie and Markiplier posted videos about it. Um, essentially, roughly saying the same thing, but there's some, yeah. some, some differences. Um, PewDiePie... Now, about, uh, about what in particular? Drama! Well, that's... what kind of drama? Yeah, drama oh, about what? Namely, specifically, the mm. Toby Turner, uh, oh, rape oh. accusations drama. Do you think, you, oh, do you think it was that? I, well, I know that that's what spurred it on. Yeah. Um, and just because it's been... Circulating uh, the yeah, internet for the last that was the two, straw that broke the two camel's weeks. back. I, I really think back. I, the reason I know that is because I watched PewDiePie's video and and basically what happened was he pointed out a bunch of people that were then accusing PewDiePie of like sex crimes and all this other stuff. What? Yeah, which is absurd. Okay. Um, well, I, because they don't they don't have any. It's like again they don't have any evidence. It's 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 just one of those things that I know where it was coming from. Sure. I see. Sorry. Well, go ahead. I was, I, uh, to clarify, I was saying my reaction there. It's not absurd to accuse someone of a sex crime if they committed it. Well, no, of course not. Uh, I'm just and saying uh, th that's a that's a much bigger thing if there is any sort of abuse going on in your life. Please well, seek consultation oh, sure. in but what some sort of way. Yeah, but what PewDiePie was saying is that they were jumping on the bandwagon of that. Oh, I got you. So gotcha. like they're like, oh well, this is a YouTube star. Now I'm going to do this and try and get views. So anyway, sorry. Go, ah. ahead. go ahead. Okay, so uh, PewDiePie basically put up a video decrying how uh, the the tone or the temperature of YouTube has changed. Mm -hmm. uh, let's hear. There's some quotes here. Uh, he basically just called out drama in general, quote, I can't think of anything more stupid to waste your time on, but it seems the internet would disagree with me on that one. Uh, he, he, he remarks how kind of the temperature of, or the tone of YouTube has changed. Quote, it's created this mob mentality where everyone is so on edge and everyone is so ready to attack their next target. He describes a cycle in which, uh, talking voices or talking heads or anyone with an audience, um, will whip their audience into a, into a frenzy and then just point them at somebody else to attack. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Oh, go ahead. He yeah. suggests, quote, maybe they're they're stepping over other people's lives for YouTube fame and YouTube recognition. Um, quote, maybe we shouldn't use the internet as some sort of platform for justice. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> God damn it. Uh, You'll coffee. get there. He, uh, yeah, he's essentially, he's essentially calling out something that's been happening in, like, Human. cable news media for a while, yep. which is, it's just a, a more combative, more aggressive uh, atmosphere instead of, the the green pastures of, of YouTube creation that uh, mm -hmm. some people assume still exist. Uh, Mar Markiplier uh, had similar had kind of a similar take, basically saying that the uh, the YouTube scene is getting a little more cynical and a little more aggressive and combative. 
Uh, let's see here. He says, quote, what I see from doing this for four years is a self-fulfilling cycle of pessimism. Um, saying that there are, there are content creators now who are just after influence viewers and money. And he says pretty, he says pretty straight up, like, that's not bad. Uh, he, and I, I respect this, he says that he couldn't or wouldn't do what he does for free. It's his job. Mm -hmm. So he, he, or Markiplier at least, very upfront acknowledges, yeah, this is a job and people should, should make content to get viewers and get money. That's, that's the point. That's what makes the system go. But, uh, he also says that the attention is shifting away from content creation and more towards competition. That, uh, content creators now feel like they have to directly combat and compete with other content creators to get an audience. And they do that by maybe being insulting or or just bringing up bad press about other people. <clears throat> Essentially just uh it's just getting nasty. Uh -huh. So that was kind of the uh the decry on both parts. Neither of them really had much in the way of solutions. Um well there is none. Yeah, mostly because from my perspective there isn't a solution. But they do seem the the thread that I took away from it, and this was just my my interpretation, is that it sounded like both of them were concerned that because this is where the audience is going, that the atmosphere where they enjoyed success may be changing, and maybe one of the one of the um, one of the fears is that they will have to change what they do to stay current. Uh, I, and, I I will say from an outside <clears throat> perspective, I think those guys are fine. Uh, yeah. They will always have an audience. People like Markiplier and PewDiePie for very specific reasons. Um, I might like them for different reasons. Like I, I could listen. I could Markiplier could read the freaking uh, the back of a cereal box and it'd be fine. The guy's voice is beautiful. Yeah. Like he's he. If I mean worst case, he can get a job voice acting or something. He's <laughs> he is fine. He will never have to succumb to the, um, you know, cum licking bottom floor shelf <laughs> of just uh, digging into people's lives. Who are you know considered celebrity? Like you know, I, I don't think those guys will ever have to get into that. I hope that's not their fear, and they'll just continue making content that they want to make. Uh, for as popular as PewDiePie is, he does look like he enjoys what he does. Yeah, absolutely. So, which is great. Which is actually a big reason why I like YouTube, and or just online video creation in general is a lot of what I feel like we do here is stuff that we want to make and things we want to do. Very rarely, if ever, do we ever do anything we don't want to do. Well, I don't yeah. know. Got to open that map. Love trigger. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because I, I feel like Mark Markiplier seemed to lament the change in um, in tone, whereas as PewDiePie, as I've gotten this tone from him a couple times, and and granted, this is just me watching what he says and then trying to kind of read between the lines a little bit. He seems to lament being in the position of being a celebrity, where people people will report on his tweets, and he's like, "What are you doing? I'm just some dude." Yep. And I don't know, I'm man. Gl I'm glad he still sees himself that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. The uh, but the bummer is oh. you're, you're not. <laughs> you are the the world's most popular YouTuber. Yeah. And that, like it or not, human. Cool. And at a certain rate, or, or at a certain point, humans don't let you decide what who you are anymore. And that's a weird way to say it, but once you hit a certain level of celebrity, suddenly you become a public figure, and then the public owns your image. There, there's a line from a Simpsons episode. One of my least favorite Simpsons episodes, but it was a line that always stuck with me. I think it was like an Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger episode. Uh -huh. And I think Homer's like going through their trash and like uh, Lisa's like, you can't do that. And he goes, well, they should have thought about that before they started trying to express themselves creatively. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's funny because like these are guys who just want to make a living doing a thing, but it does come with the, the uh, repercussion of, 
Oh, well, people will know who you are. That guy just turned on you. Yeah, he did. He's, he's got to test you. Oh, shoot that dick. Oh, man. Oh. Bullet hell! <laughs> You're playing oh. Toho now, Bruce. <laughs> so I'm curious, because uh, uh, yeah. oh, it balls. seems like... Um, oh. Uh, I, from my perspective, it seems like this is inevitable with all media. Uh, it's gonna... Somebody's gonna be there to make the media that people want to consume. Sure. And people, by and large, don't always want to consume the most intellectually stimulating, morally upstanding content. Sometimes they want garbage. And is that... That's why TMZ so popular. Yeah. Uh, and even it's like we saw the celebrity outside an airport. Whoa, wacky! We, like, we yelled at him until he made a stupid face, and here it is. <laughs> so TMZ shit. It's uh, shit, but it's legal. It is, uh, which it shouldn't be. For the uh, well, should, they shouldn't be allowed at the airport. That's bullshit. Mm. I can't bring a bag of protein powder through the freaking security. <laughs> but this dude, you can. They just have to dump it out in your suitcase. Fuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, a dude with a giant Panasonic camera can be like, Hey! Hey, Kanye! Kanye! It's like, God damn, it's a... I know it's a public place, but it's like, Oh, he's banging the ground. Oh, he's a little anyway, sad. That's I really I think it's, it's stupid. So, how it occurs to me is, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's a path that all media takes, where when it starts, the early adopters are the ones who rush in. And due to, due to them kind of maybe being a little more progressively oh, minded... Sure. Here, I can take it. Alright, Adam, you good? Yeah, I got it. It's fine. Uh, maybe due to them being a little more progressively minded, uh... They make content that's pretty interesting and unique and but then once the money starts flowing in and other people your your PT Barnums of the world figure out that there's money to be had then they start to figure out how to make mass market media and mass market you know for forgive my characterization of oh you're a little you're a little dude man um forgive my characterization of this but mass market tends to be pretty Pretty bottom feeding, like well, well it's 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 broad appeal. It's yes, not, it's not that it's bot. It's not What's bottom feeding. It's broad. Lowest common denominator is what I would say. And I, I, so I, the thing I wanted to make a point earlier about it was that you guys are talking about how they, you know, these are guys just wanted to make videos, and I think they have a little bit more of a point than celebrities do nowadays in the sense that they started YouTube kind of when YouTube wasn't a thing. Okay. So like back then they didn't start YouTube to be famous. They just started it to make videos mm -hmm. and they wanted people to watch their videos. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Um, and now that they are involved in drama because they are large YouTubers. Uh, I think they maybe should have had a little more foresight, but I, I'm, I'm guessing they did cause they're very smart guys. Um, and it is totally within their right. And I think it's kind of cool that they are saying guys, you know, like we shouldn't be involved with drama. And I understand why they're doing it. I understand that they're that you know that that is something that if they think they say, uh, it might help. Right? Yeah. So that's that's cool. I, I I think that's that's totally fine of them to do. Oh, your helmet popped off. However, um, like, and they haven't they haven't gone off the deep end. They haven't flipped out. They haven't gotten really angry about the whole thing and like done some crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, instead, they did exactly what they should have done, which was make a YouTube video about it. Um, <laughs> And, uh, so far so good for them. I think that's totally within the right to say, you know, like, there's no need to, to talk about drama. However, the more that this happens, uh, and the more that YouTube becomes a thing, they're just gonna have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the, that's the funny thing about celebrity nowadays, is that when I hear a celebrity whine about how their private life is in the public, I'm like, fuck you. This has been a thing for 40 years. Like, you well, should have known by now. Thousands of years. Well, yeah, yes, but I mean, yeah. like, it just in today's, like, actual modern market, sure. they knew that if they became a celebrity and became really, really famous, that's what would happen. Like, they, that everything was going to be on display and all that other stuff. And there, there, are lots of, there are lots of celebrities that deal with it just fine, that know how to deal with it, 
and actually know how to market themselves and know how to do PR for themselves. Uh, so just like take a lesson from them hmm. rather than whining about how the system is wrong. Like it's been the system for a very, very long time. Yeah, oh, I think it comes to two different uh, schools of thought. You can learn to deal with it like most people have. And I think you kind of become dead inside. You lose a part of you. Like I think like guys like Tom Cruise and stuff are just, I think you can kind of see how there's like, there's nothing really going on but behind the eyes. It's sort of this glazed over look or like Aww. Ben Affleck tuning out Aww. when they're doing that interview. And he's just like, I'm so fucking tired of this. I, I think they're, they're just like, hiding. I think they're hiding their emotions. Of course. No, that's, you know, that's yeah. what they do. And they've gotten good at it. Or you could be like the Coney 2012 guy and then go like <laughs> slam the sidewalk. And then, yeah, exactly. And so you can kind of see the different ways people deal with this sort of thing. It is this weird fucking. I have this thought often. Oops, sorry. That's okay. There's a way to do co-op somewhere. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, maybe you have to unlock it or something. I don't sorry. Know. That's kind of cool. Go game. for it. It's alright. It's very Dark Souls. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like Dark Souls. Was like, uh... Either way, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing because the word celebrity doesn't necessarily mean famous or world famous or or rich or rich or yeah exactly. We we live in this strange time in human history where there is a career of being a like pseudo celebrity people know who we are but i would never consider ourselves famous or right. wealthy or anything like that or even successful uh, <laughs> that's more of a joke um <laughs> that's a joke for you guys just a little goof here. <laughs> i would say that we're, we're successful in the here. way that we we get to come in every day and make fun content yeah, right. i enjoy that 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 to me is a a level of success that I don't think a lot of people get to experience, and I'm always thankful for that. So, yeah. so for me, when like what you just talked about, the level of success that PewDiePie and Markiplier have reached, I think the trade-off is worth it. Mm. Um, do you? I do because if, for example, they have never raped a woman, uh, for example, they don't then they don't need to worry about it. And sort of. Uh, no, they, I mean like, honestly, like it's so, it's, so PewDiePie. Uh, not not to interrupt, but just yeah, to, yeah. just to kind of contradict that point. PewDiePie sure. did post a few examples in his video. Of like, this is what I have to deal with. And he he said, like, I don't want to specifically name them because I don't want to drive attention here, but there are people, like, there was, yeah. there are people who just make outrageous claims, like, PewDiePie attacked me! They, they do like, that. I've never met you. So, in a way, they do have to deal with Or, like, the, the guy who said uh, well, no. Gavin wouldn't sign his hat. Well, but they have, oh, yeah! They have, to, they have to deal with that in the sense that they just have to watch a video. So, that's like, true. and that's what I'm trying to say, is that they're not, it isn't affecting their lives yet. Hmm. And the the fact of the matter is, is uh, also, by the way, I was, I was going to bring up a point that I wish I knew more about this uh, legally, because, like, eventually that ends up being libel or slander. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, where, sure. like, they're saying, you raped me, but you you never even had inter any interaction with them. Mm -hmm. Then that's libel or slander. And at that point, you might be able to actually have some legal action towards them. Well, but like then every, to pursue that, so. you're just feeding the drama machine. Right? Totally. Absolutely. And, and, that's and then I'm, you're just driving more more negative attention towards yourself. You're Definitely. also you also in a weird fucked up way of rewarding the person who libeled you because now their name is all over the place. Right. Everybody's going to take sides even though they don't know the story, and people are going to be like, "Oh, I know he did it. I know he did it." And you're like, yeah. "I didn't fucking do it." So, so the best thing that PewDiePie could have done is he got really close to it, which is making a video. Although he called attention to those other videos, if I were him, I just would have been right like, way. "Those are all dumb." He, he didn't. You guys, he are didn't stupid. call anyone out specifically. Yeah. Like yeah. Markiplier. He just said very... like, "This is the kind of thing I have to deal with." Well, nobody. He the showed their videos. A, a so, small clip, but he didn't yeah. like link to it and didn't give anybody a way to find it. He but was just like, right? But he still showed them. So, yeah, and, and so that's right. what I'm saying is that like, you know, like. I think he got really close. Um, and I, like I said, I think th these guys are very, very smart. I've never ever thought mm -hmm. that Markiplier and PewDiePie were not smart guys. They're very smart businessmen. So I, th I get it. I understand. Like, it's like I would feel <laughs> offended as well if somebody was like, "You did this okay. or you did that." Like, I would obviously feel offended Keep about shooting. that. Okay. But at the same time, um, the more famous you become, and the, and 
like PewDiePie is the number one YouTuber in the world. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people know who he, who he is, and he's probably met a ton of people. So it just this ends up being the world that they live in now. If he doesn't want to do it anymore, back out. Don't be in YouTube. Yeah, you know, but like, I mean, he. Oh, I don't know. Green guy wants out. I, I don't talk, think talk I, I don't I don't think there's any going back. Oh, talk to him. Yeah, he looks cute. Uh, there there is a there. You can stop the bleeding. You can definitely stop the bleeding. You can't go back. You're right, but you can stop the bleeding. I don't. It's a weird you know? thing. Like the the obsession with celebrities so strange. It was funny. I finished that OJ show, the People vs OJ. Yeah. They talk about how Kato Kalin and Chris Jenner and all these people like went on to like have reality TV shows. It's like these people were nobodies. They were nothing. It was because yeah. they were loosely associated with a person who may or may not have gotten away with murder. Mm -hmm. How weird is that? It's like this is a guy who this is a guy who knows a guy. Yep. Put him on a show. Is like, some kind of bird minigun boss? What's going on here? Yeah, we're yep. fucked. Oh, great. God. <laughs> cool. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> All right. But, oh, Rainbow Bird. Well, like you said. Uh, oh, he hooked out. Oh, oh holy shit. shit. That's apologies awesome. for audio. Galling goal. Uh, well, like you said, he's got little like armpit hair. That's awesome. Uh, like you said, Adam. Fuck it, this guy up. It's uh, they were loosely associated. They they were nobody. Um, when it came to that, but. That is the world that we live in. Yes, and I, and I agree. And, and it's and it's like even more so now with all sorts of so social media and like that. It's it's everywhere. Everything we do is everywhere. And it's funny. I think about this a lot recently. That all of my movements and things that I do can Bowel be movements. tracked. Oh. They, oh yeah. They like if like I am only in a few places throughout the day. Like it's work or home typically or Chipotle. Um, but but now people know that but but if I tweet from Chipotle or like or whatever snapchat people know that I'm there Right, so then they know I'm there like if and they can figure out I was there for an hour or whatever mm -hmm. Then if I go to go to work and I tweet from work and I'm like this is what I'm doing work. It, You could even if I wasn't doing that they could still find out where I was at pretty much any point of the day Yeah, um, which blows my mind and imagine a guy like PewDiePie who's got you know even more <laughs> like a hundred times my reach uh that that's the world that he lives in. So if he, like I said, you can stop the bleeding, meaning back out of all social media, back out of all YouTube, and be like, okay, I don't want to be a celebrity anymore. And eventually, you'll fade away hmm. in in like six months or so. Did I tell you about the guy who sent me my address? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah yes, that, you did. that was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, a guy. He, bless your heart. Um, <laughs> uh, short sighted fan. Uh, but he he sent me a message privately. And he was like, hey, just so you know, I found your address. I won't tell anybody, but I know it. And I'm yeah. like. <sighs> well, this is my life, and that that's stuff like that that makes me want to just quit altogether and be like, I I just want, yeah. I don't want, I don't want that. But like Bruce, you said, um, the that benefit is I get to come in every day, I make videos with my friends, yeah. uh, I get to enjoy my job. So I'm like, well, this might end with me getting stabbed one day, <laughs> um, and I'm I've kind of accepted that, and I I I have lost a bit of my humanity where I. Oh, well, I, I kind of second-guess every situation I'm in. Because mm. I'm like, if someone comes up to me like, Hey! I'm like, how do you know me? What do yeah. you know me from? What are, are you doing? <laughs> yeah, are you a crazy man? Are you a crazy person? Or did you see a video that I did? Because, uh, yeah, I ran into a guy over the weekend. He was like, I was like, Hey, uh, I, I know you. Or he goes, Hey, Adam, what's up? And I'm like, do I, I don't know you. Do I know you? And it was, yeah. he was like, like a normal-looking dude. And he goes, You moved, right? And I went, uh, Yeah, yeah, we just we just moved uh, we moved over here. And he goes, no, you, you guys at the office, you moved. And I was like, okay, so he, he watches videos. He watches make. the video, right, so Funhouse. I, I am now trying to do, like, a cold read on him. Yeah, we all, yeah, we all do what, that. What he knows yeah. on me. I've yep. gotten, I, I just ask, man. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I say. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, like, do I know you? And they're like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Like, I watch your videos. Key? Is that a key? It looks like a key, but... Right there? 
I think it's just, like I think it's just, no, just, it's just debris. It's just trash. Well, just things. Another thing, so, so on the other side of this, and I'm not saying this to you, mm -hmm. uh, people would say, oh, well, you're feeding into it by making videos about your life on your channel. Oh, okay. Right? They're like, you know, like, sure. oh, you're like, you're, you're talking about your life and you're talking about personal stuff and blah, 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 mm -hmm. So like. I have nothing else <laughs> to offer. Yeah. Oh, well, no, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, I like, I like doing this, like doing the stuff that we do and oh. talking about our lives and personal mm -hmm. lives and stuff like that. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, and I, you know, like my goal in life is to not hurt anybody else that way. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, you know, I'm pretty much an open book when it comes to almost anything. Yeah. Actually, no, not almost anything, anything. So it's, if if a fan walks up to me and is, is like, oh, you, I heard, you know, like this is your address and all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to confirm with him, but I'm not, I'm also not going to be like, I can't believe you know this stuff and get all oh, no. upset about it. I, you know? I usually just sigh and go, right. Because <laughs> like, in what world is it okay for me to go to anyone's house that I found online and go, hey, I just wanted to talk. Yeah, yeah. No, like, you're right. Like, I, I get it. It's cool, but. Oh, wait, did somebody show up at your address? Not that I know Oh, of. they just said it. They just said, hey, this is yeah. where you live now. I'm, okay. I'm, but that's the thing is I'm in a sad, weird way. I'm. Kind of expecting that if that happens, I wouldn't go. Oh my god! I yeah, go you're like, oh, all right. I go, yep. Yeah, this is, this is this gonna is, happen eventually. This is what I deal with, and that's that's it's, fine because I get to have a cool job. It's the trade off. Yeah, no. it's the trade off that we make. So I'm curious what you guys have to say about. Oh shit! Uh, so both both PewDiePie and Markiplier obviously kind of lament what what they perceive as a change in tone on YouTube mm -hmm. yes. towards towards more like. Aggression and anger mongering and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, more celebration of drama. And, I can, I can tell you drama. exactly why that is, but I'll let you finish your, well, um, your question or thought. Both, both are kind of just like, man, this sucks. And PewDiePie, like, very specifically, was just like, let's stop this. Mm. <clears throat> I don't think that, or sorry, quote, the quote was, stop doing this. Mm -hmm. I don't think telling people to stop is going to make him stop. Do you guys think that there is a way to? To like address this in any kind of way, or there's is it just an inevitable? there's an extreme solution. What is that? You take all the dumb, ignorant people and you put them on an island and you blow it up. Eugenics, that's not, that's yes. not, a, real, that's not then, a real thing. Exactly, and we're not going to do that because it's inhumane. Well, it's also not a real thing. You can't round up dumb and ignorant. People. I know there's no there's not a big enough island <laughs> or a test to figure out who's actually there. Yeah, it. exactly. That's there, <laughs> there was always the joke of people you being like, up with the Kardashians. Well, well, get on the boat. So remember, there's always the joke of people saying like. Man, the comments on YouTube are awful. It's always awful comments, right? It's always like oh, it always goes hand in hand. Bad comments in YouTube. Yeah, har har har. Um, and I was always like, yeah, because the most people are on YouTube. People are shit. Like, there's a lot of shit people. There's a lot of good people. Yeah. But the there's a lot more louder, dumber people, and they tend to just flock to the biggest ocean. Mm -hmm. And right now they're all on YouTube. So YouTube's only going to get bigger. And so it's not. And people. Mass majority of people, like you were saying, like things like keeping up the Kardashians and like easy consumable content that they don't need to think too hard about. And drama is one of those things. Drama and gossip are very easy to fall into. Yeah. Because they're easy to consume. They follow very simple narratives. You go, he said this, she said that. What the fuck is going on? The Bullet King. The Bullet King. Bullet King. Look oh at God. him. He's so cute with his little floating throw. Do you um, need to do an ad read, by the way? Uh, I was just looking at that. I was going to let Adam finish his point. Please, and, uh, please uh, Adam, finish. I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw Bullet King, and I, I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, <laughs> He's just in his little bullet throw. Regardless, oh, I'm just saying, the, the only thing you could really Whoa. do is... I, there's there's plugins for YouTube that will just have Reddit oh, comments. Change all the herp derp Oh, okay. Yeah, I or herp derp or... I, you can't change... The mass majority of people, from what they are, mm -hmm. that you just cannot do that. Yep. So you either have to learn to deal with it or choose how you consume that. You can ignore it completely, or find a different way of filtering it out. 
So your message to your 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 I have, I have no message for anybody. Well, I'm gonna put words in your mouth then. Go for it. <laughs> I have no advice to give other than. Well, it seems like your advice is this is just how it is and deal with it. Kind of, I, I deal with it in a positive way, uh, so you don't you yeah. don't feel bad. Adam, I'll I'll take the stand. I'll say yeah, be, just deal with it. Like that's the, I mean like it's it's one of those things that you're gonna have to deal with again. I think PewDiePie did it the right way. Which is he made a video about it and said stop it. Like he also he remained positive and he remained like, positive. Yeah, stay positive. I I would I would say don't change your content. This isn't to PewDiePie or Markiplier or anybody. Uh, this is more for anything for us. But don't change your content to adhere to what uh, the majority of people are telling you that they want. That was do another. That was do, another it, do what you want to do. That was another point that I want to address after your ad read. Okay, so so go for oh, it. Oh, look at this stupid little guy. Oh, I killed him. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a stab gun. <laughs> I killed him. That's axe gun. Yeah, it's a Here, it's a huntsman. Uh, okay, so uh, if <laughs> shit, I was trying to think of a segue, but it, it fell apart. <laughs> you got it. Fell apart at the last second there. You're good at these. Uh, well, guys, it's it it's time. To cut out the drama. Perfect. And it's t time uh -huh. to get a watch. Yep. Oh boy. Uh, this this podcast is sponsored by Movement Watches. Uh, that's MVMT Watches. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Gosh, I've got, I've got all kinds of frogs in my throat today. Movement Watches, have, they're a company with a simple goal. They want to make your wrist classy as shit for not a lot of money. Uh, only $95 uh, is where their watches start, and they look good. And you know what? Be a contrarian. Be old school. All these all these douchebags with their Apple watches around. Get a real watch. <laughs> Guess what? You don't have to hit a button for it to tell you the time. It just does that all. You just the turn time. it like this, and it doesn't buzz and make you look down from whoever you're talking to, which is kind of insulting and stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Apple watches. I'm calling you out. Wow. Uh, movement watches cuts out the middleman, uh, which allows them to sell watches at a discount, so they don't go through retailers or anything like that. They just sell direct to consumer. Uh, they say, imagine that, a watch with department store quality, for a fraction of the price. Do people even know what department stores are anymore? Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, movement watches sure are great. Uh, they've grown organically through, just through social media and things like that, and word of mouth, so... Uh, they're at the point now where they can start, uh, advertising, and that's what they're doing now with us, which is great. Good stuff. Uh, so if you've, if you've... Maybe if you've gotten a job, you're starting to get some income, you have dreams of a, a high-fashion lifestyle, a nice watch is a good place to start. You've seen all those ads with Leo looking sharp as shit with his watch. I don't even know what that's an ad for. Who cares? Movement watches will get you there a lot cheaper than Leo can. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> please go to mvmtwatches.com. That's movement, but it's mvmtwatches.com. Slash dude soup. And they'll give you 15% off your entire purchase. Once more, that's mvmtwatches.com. Slash dude soup. So check them out. Uh, I've always been a fan of watches. I like them. I... I... I don't know if this is oversharing or maybe maybe this will hurt the ad read uh -oh. due to how dorky this is. Oh boy! But do you ever imagine when you're getting dressed in the morning and you imagine all the stat boost you get from all the stuff you're putting on? No, I never do that. But now I will. <laughs> when you put on a watch, now it raises I will. Your intelligence. I would agree. It also raises your attractiveness to women. Yeah, charisma or other you know or men or men. For that hey, matter. whatever you want to attract, yeah, a watch will help you do it. Yeah. So once more, that's mvmtwatches.com/dudesoup for fifteen percent off your entire order. Thank you for your sponsorship, Movement Watches. Uh, yeah, pants. That's armor. Shirt armor, maybe a little charisma, depending on the pattern you got. Okay. Uh, shirt's gonna have different stats. Uh, glasses, that's perception. You know how it works. You know how it works, Adam. You have a girlfriend, right? Uh, yeah, that's so cool. She's attractive, too. She's, she's a lovely lady. She's and a very lovely lady. <laughs> Alright, well, speaking of drama, had a bit of a bout with that uh, over the past couple of days. More than more than just the, dis the meta discussion about drama or any of the other YouTube drama, this one's a little more interesting to me, at least, because 
it actually affects a lot of people's lives as opposed to just one he said she said uh, not specifically referring to to Buskis, but more just like that's that's the that's the form drama tends to take anyway um, there was an article that was on VentureBeat uh, and it, it's not the article that a lot of people got mad about but we'll get there eventually I just want to give the whole story uh, the International Game Developers Association executive director Kate Edwards did a really cool uh, Dean Takahashi did a cool interview with her basically talking about how the IGDA is collecting more accurate data about the practice of crunch time in game development. Explain, uh, explain uh, crunch time for those who don't sure. know. Sure! Crunch time... A new show airing on Rooster. <laughs> yeah, it is a new show. Uh, yeah. But it's also, sorry. It's also the process by which... It, it's, it's pretty common in game development. It's pretty common in all development, actually, but it's, it's very common in game development. We have crunch time every Friday. Essentially, yeah. Ours is, ours is pretty... Ours is pretty uh, concentrated every week, but... So, in a... In a multi-year project, uh, as the project is coming to an end, typically, due to due to some of the factors that Kate Kate describes in the interview, uh, they will be massively behind schedule or or have all these features they have to cram in at the last second when they're developing a game. Yes. yes, and they're under they're under a time constraint. So what happens is typically the last two months, maybe more, maybe less, of a project will be down to crunch, which is people working eighty-hour weeks, nights and weekends to get everything done. Goodbye, um, family. Sorry, said goodbye, family. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a drain on the family. This this practice was specifically brought to everyone's attention with I don't know if you guys remember the, like God I think it was like 2007 2008. It was called EA Spouse, essentially a a hmm. wife of somebody who worked at who somebody developed uh, at EA. Yeah, wrote wrote like a uh, an anonymous blog. Like, <laughs> please give of, me my husband back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's essentially uh, what the tone of it was. Is that. She was essentially describing, this is what our life is like, and it's not fair. Hmm. Uh, the, the biggest part of it was, or the biggest part now that's being shined on it is that this is all unpaid overtime. So employees are working 70, 80 hour weeks during crunch. That's not illegal. Compensated for it. Yeah. Th that's absolutely illegal. Yeah. So Sometimes you go to court for that. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to class, class action sue. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because there are a lot of layers to this that I'll get into in a second, but just to kind of highlight the topic at hand and, and how, how problematic it is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is a quote from this is a quote from Kate Edwards uh, talking about the data she's seeing. Between 2014 and 2015, we saw 30, 38 and 37 percent of developers, respectively, oh okay, in the years, stating that they don't get compensation for crunch time. That's ringing an alarm. That's a huge percentage. More than a third of developers get no compensation for something that's common in our industry. Um, uh, the occurrences of crunch are declining. It's not quite as often, but and when it does occur, it's not quite as long, but it's still happening. I'm expecting we might see that continued continued trend. Looking at it on a yearly basis, maybe it's not quite as good of a snapshot, but I don't think it'll change that radically. But we'll have to see. So essentially, uh, the the interview with Dean Takahashi, Kate Ed Edwards was talking about their new efforts to actually research <coughs> crunch in the industry and what they do to try and help. Uh, and it's hard to solve with a, like a capital S something like that. Um, she just basically says uh, in the in the um, Examples she's seen it comes down to management, uh, like time management, feature management, things like that. Uh, feature creep, which is something where, like, as a project goes on, people will say, Oh, it'd be cool if it has this, and oh, it'd be cool if it yeah. had that. Mm -hmm. And when you're two years out, you're like, Yeah, we got time, let's throw it all in. And then once you get down to six months away, you're like, Oh shit, oh shit, there's way too much here, and we have to get all of it done, or the game's not going to work. So now we're on the hook for all this stuff because we either said it was going to be in the game in interviews, we released trailers that show these features. And now we just have to do it. Otherwise, 
God damn, those gamers are gonna fucking... <laughs> they're gonna flip. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. lose their fucking minds! So, uh, so those are, those are kind of the causes, oh. but when it comes to, when it comes to remedying it, Kate Edwards says that the IGDA, IGDA will privately talk to a company and say, look, you guys are, you guys are kind of an outlier in this, you're, you're crunching your employees way too hard. And then, you know, she can also run down all the benefits to not crunching, which is employee retention, happiness, uh, productivity, all those things. Now, here's where it gets spicy. Um, Alex St. John wrote, also wrote an op-ed on the same outlet on VentureBeat um, that basically said, that's just how it's going to be. Um, that in the games industry, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here, whenever you have a surplus of employees uh, or, or a, a saturation of people who are willing to do the work, oh, um, that's just the trade-off that's going to happen. It kind of reminds me of, like, to put it in in less, in less like, adult terms. I shouldn't have said it that way, but... Like, at a GameStop, they are not hurting for employees. So they pay all of their employees minimum wage. Mm -hmm. The rationale being, if you don't like it, you don't have to work here. But by working here, you're voluntarily agreeing to this. I'm gonna pay you shit and work you a lot, because you, get, you have the luxury of working in a game store. And you're only speaking from personal experience. Yeah, yeah, and I worked at a GameStop for four years. Alright. Uh, you got, loved it. Got a set of keys. Uh, Did I you like ever get a raise? Uh, I did when I had, like, I became assistant manager, Ooh. and they made me work open to close shifts in Christmas, because no one else wanted to. Well, that's... Uh, well, no one so wants I got, to. No one ever wants to. I went, I got like a $1.50 raise an hour. Which that's not bad. Is, wow. No, that was bad. Oh. Man. Because that was from minimum wage what in color, Texas. What color Lamborghini did you get? <laughs> I had a 1979 Transporter that didn't run, so... This is a copy of the movie, or...? No, no, no. Oh, oh I had that too, don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> no, it was, it was the car. Good for you. Uh, so, um, so you know, I, I've been through a few jobs uh, where, and you know, this one included, even though I'm kind of, I'm kind of over that hump, where a surplus of people willing to do the work means that you have to kind of pay your dues in a weird way to prove that you can cut it and that you're mm -hmm. worth, worth the time because there's a lot of people who are just lining up to do it. Yeah, I've done that a lots. Of, I think we all do that. Yep. And yeah. we, you, you pay your dues, you do your thing, and like I remember, there are lots of nights. I'd, you stay till four or five in the morning getting the job done and you hate yourself for it and your family's like, where are you? And you're like, I'm working. So hopefully with, with the hope that it's going to pay off in some way and so not doesn't always do that. No, of course. And, and is, I think yeah. uh, people in people in the situation of game development are not like, don't have that bright of a future. Uh, rather, that's a really crappy way to say it wow. more that there's, there's no, they, they can only look forward to the project being done and shipped. And then they get a break, Damn it. and then they start on the next one at the same, probably at the same rate and in the same position that they worked on the last one. Hmm. Unless you want to work up into senior management or something like that. And even then, it's not like crunch goes away. So, um, the Alex St. John article, that was the nice way of saying what he had to say. The not nice way, his tone was pretty inflammatory. Uh, he said, quote, many, many modern game developers have embraced a culture of victimology and a bad attitude towards their chosen vocations. They complain that the long hours and personal sacrifices great games require are a consequence of poor management. They want to pretend that they can turn an inherently entrepreneurial endeavor like game development into a 9-to-5 job. Somehow, these people have managed to adopt a wage-slave attitude towards one of the most remarkable and privileged careers in the world. Hmm. Wow. So he basically wow. posted a huge, pretty scathing takedown towards this mindset that people deserve to be paid for the overtime work they do. Oh, Yeah, it's... So... People didn't react to that very well. <laughs> Surprise! But let me... And I, I feel like also, there was there was something also kind of shitty that happened as they dug... Like, people people found 
a presentation he did a couple from like a couple of years ago about how to manage wives and girlfriends and it was it was also pretty good old boise in its tone so that didn't help his cause at all people were very quick to label him like a shithead and a sexist and what have you wow um but what i can say and it's not in his defense but to understand this dude a little bit alex st john is nuts uh <laughs> He is he is a Steve Jobs type. Like he works eighty hours weeks and loves it. Mm. Um, let's see here. Let me let me look up some stats on him. Uh, he uh, he basically pioneered DirectX. He was one of its co co pioneers, I believe, at at Microsoft. Mm. Uh, and I I'm kind of whiffing this off the dome, but I recall that he worked at Microsoft and headed up some huge projects until he had to stop because he hit like clinical exhaustion. I I think he had to go to the hospital or something. Wow. Um, so this is the guy who's kind of saying this stuff. Let me see if I can find that. You see someone dies at like a League of Legends, you know, cafe, and he's like, yeah. He's like, of course, that's yeah. what they have to do. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> die. That's um, not funny. Let me see, let me make sure I'm saying that correctly. Because I, I, I read up a bit about him. Oh, let's see here. Alex St. John along with Craig, this is from the Wikipedia article, by mm -hmm. the way. Alex and John, along with Craig Eisler and, and Eric Engstrom, created the original Microsoft DirectX technology platform. Alex became the Microsoft Windows game technology evangelist for DirectX through okay. his early work at Microsoft to advance Windows as a dominant graphics and media platform. Mm. Um, so yeah, he's uh, DirectX is awesome and has done a lot of good things for games. Sure. Um, and he's so I guess what I'm what I mean to say is he's not just he's not just spouting shit like he actually works like that. Right. And he's but he's, just because. He works that way. It doesn't mean everyone should. Yeah. yeah, it is a weird. It is a weird mindset people get into. Or like, oh, oh I did it. No, oh, you're no, in a no, bad no, place. I know. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm not. I can't remember where I, where I read Holy that he fuck. got. He had to. He had to like. I can't. I, I remember reading that he had to retire because he worked himself to exhaustion. But I Jesus. can't find that right now. So, so that's my bad. It may not be true. I was gonna bring up Sorry. to Bruce. Um, like we're we're in a weird situation because we don't typically. No one has like a. We don't. Clock in, clock out. Right. Sort of thing. It's like we're all salaried. Yeah, it's like clock in and I mean technically, legally. Well, we don't get paid for our overtime either. No, we do not. But um, that's but there are two different forms of employees in California. Yeah. I but here's here's the other part too. I don't want to be at a job where I'm looking at the clock going Oh yeah, like I gotta go. Huh? You see that? You yeah. that? Well it's right that? there. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to look around on the wall. It's right on your wrist. <laughs> exactly. Um I don't want that job. I've had those jobs where Yep. You're like, and go. Yeah. And I've worked with people like that in this sort of job where they're like, oh, it's five o'clock, I'm out. I'm like, but the, the things I've done, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm done. It's, <laughs> it's, it's five, five. o'clock. Yeah. And Bruce and I have, have always been like, no, dude, like, we got to finish it. Work until you're done. Yeah. And it, it's not, I, so it's like, I'm kind of in that, in that situation. Where I'm like, if you have a job that you love, great. You're going to work until it's done because you like what you're doing. Um, but at the same time, I understand if, pe if people are in game development and they don't like it, then it's like, don't do the overtime. Get the fuck out of there. Hmm. Uh, you probably won't. Continue having work, uh, which sucks. But if you don't like it, don't like you probably shouldn't do the job you don't want to do. There are also uh, that's a one salient point. There's also another one, which is if you work at a job, like you, honestly, do some research on the job you're taking. Because if, for example, you it, you're a tester, let's say you're a game tester, you're probably a I think it's a non-exempt employee. I think that's what it's called. Mm. And when you're a non-exempt employee, at least in California, that means that you can make overtime. Um, when you're exempt, uh, that means that you're salaried, and basically if you work a 60-hour week or a 20-hour week, you get paid the same. Hmm. Um, but if you're not exempt, th again, I could be wrong, but if you're not exempt, 
then that means that you can make overtime, or you have to make overtime. It's illegal for you to work more than 40 hours a week. And when you take a job like that, uh, just do your research before you like sign up for a job that you think might end up making you, you know, work more than 40 hours a week, yeah. like a tester or a game developer. Well, there's also, I, not, not, I didn't mean to be too condescending my original tone, but um, one, one thing is like, do, do jobs that you don't like to know what you don't want to do. That too, yeah. Of like uh, and like like Lawrence's time at the the video game store. Like oh, actually, that was one of the better jobs I had. Yeah. Well, well, I'm saying you would never go back to that, though, right? Uh, I mean, I can't say never. Not are for the, the not for the no, same reason. There are other okay. jobs I probably wouldn't do again, but I mean, I I'll work wherever I have to work if I need to earn money. Like oh. if this falls through and then like I can't get a job doing software development or whatever, sure, fuck you'll, it, man. You'll if be I gotta fine. work, I'll go Someone to work. will hire you as a professor. Who knows? <laughs> or like a butler. You could be a good butler. But anyways, um, I'd hire you. I'm talking like post-apocalypse though. There's no butlers. On on the one hand, sex butlers. Sex butlers, yeah. On the one hand, it is absolutely it's it's (laughs) it's illegal for for a company to to hire you in a position that should be non-exempt, meaning you should make overtime. Yeah. But companies are going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, they will take advantage of you. So you just got to be really careful. So much like gossip, taking advantage of people has been around since the beginning of time. (laughs) What uh? Thanks, pharaohs. What I find what I found most fascinating about this discussion, and I, not not even dipping into the drama part of it, because holy shit, people got so pissed yeah. uh, about it, and and like, uh, it it bugs me when somebody chooses to insult or boil down an argument into its base concepts just so they can kind of high five their bros and say, look how stupid this motherfucker is, <laughs> instead of saying, well, he may have a point. Let, let's actually talk about what he's saying instead of, anyway. Um, so there, you're saying seems, you agree with the the racist sexist? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying neither. I'm saying oh. that what this seems to be is a difference between what would be nice and what the reality is now. And it seems to me to how you discuss it seems to reflect how you problem solve. So uh, most people, and bizarrely, a lot of the a lot of people that were very loud about this that I saw weren't game developers. So that's kind of weird. But at the same time, you know, they have a right to say what they want to say and also stick up for the rights of people that they like or, or respect uh, it seems to be a difference between people loudly saying it should be this way and like that's fine you could say mm-hmm. that and other people saying but it's not and instead of saying how it should be you need to appreciate how it is mm-hmm. and this is how it is uh, what I liked about Kate Edwards approach is she actually said how she was going to try to help <laughs> mm-hmm. whereas most people on the internet just say this is bad and stop yeah <laughs> and to me that kind of reminds me of coney pewdiepie or coney oh. um which is like this is bad so stop it well that's not gonna that's we'll not work. gonna stop anything yeah like lay out a plan basically yeah and you can't you can't especially when it comes to well, drama that's human nature you can't I, hit, I hit the like button on facebook the kids have water now yeah right I love that. <laughs> that picture of the like, like speeding through the internet, turning into water, and then coming out into some kids' hands. And it's just... <laughs> it a weird thing we people do, like recycling, where mm-hmm. people go, "Gotta get rid of your guilt." Like, yeah, exactly. Like, well, I know I'm ruining the environment, but I put it in the recycle bin, and therefore I'm better than Jesus. And it's like, mm. <laughs> better than Jesus. Yeah, well, you know, it all goes to the same place. Like, huh? No, oh uh, no, I put it in the blue can. So right, what, but it all goes to the same place. Uh, yeah, but I put it in the blue Adam, can. You're, you're so adamant that recycling does nothing. Have you been to a recycling center? Well, I'm just curious. It, it's all well, recycling centers are built into the dumps. They don't just go. Have you been to a dump? Uh, no, I've been to one, but I've watched videos. Ah, okay. <laughs> I, just, okay. I, I haven't even watched videos. I'm just saying people. I, like, I'm, I'm, people like get very religious I'm, about that sort of stuff. I've done minimal research, which is more than most people. <laughs> That's true. That's people true. just put the trash can on and they go, "Yeah, I know, Gus." <laughs> yeah. I don't even think they think that much about it. No, they're just like whatever. I've heard that. Uh, I think it's Adam Carolla that says 
basically if we're not throwing plastic and glass into our trash and we're using like the recycle bins that we're taking jobs away from people mm-hmm. because basically if we're putting it into the trash that means that we're letting them sort it later oh, whatever I, this is what i've heard that's how high schoolers justify leaving their shit on the tail the janitor cleans it up i'm giving him work is oh no good? That, I'm doing well, that's thing. that's a shitty attitude um but no most of this stuff does go to a uh, a plant from what i've seen there's a plant and there are people whose job it is to uh, sort to the sort. recycling out yeah um you're welcome well no i mean it's gonna i'm just saying the people who have this weird stick up their butt of like oh, you don't recycle it's like oh. well no we you recycle whether you want to or not that's that's happening your yeah. iPhone got recycled. I bet you didn't know that. Costing that city money, though. You see that story about Apple? How they recycled? No. They got like $83 million in gold back from all their phones that they recycled. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Also, they put a lot of gold in their phones, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people who own iPhones are rich. Uh, typically, yes. That's why I use <laughs> Nexus. Well, you know, you don't have to be rich to have. What? A Casper mattress. Aha, you're right. Uh, <laughs> That's a good I was going to go like, if you've been developing too much and you need a good night's sleep, but we moved away from that one, so... <laughs> You know, you gotta you gotta move with the times, like game development. Uh, we're this this podcast is also sponsored by Casper Mattress, who make the best sleeping surfaces I've ever slept on. Uh, they it's like a mix between memory foam and uh, what the other one is. Uh, I can't remember. There's there's two <laughs> kinds of hot hot new sleep tech out on the market. This is both, baby. Uh, it's it's comfortable but not too squishy. It doesn't get too warm. It's basically the right amount of sink for uh, a given body. <sighs> Keep going, keep going. And if you're not convinced, uh, they have a risk-free trial and return policy, and this is actually super cool. Uh, you can buy a mattress, keep it for a hundred days, and oh. if you don't like it, they'll pick it up and refund you completely. With your so, stains and all. Yeah, stains and everything. <laughs> your smell. Yeah, your 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 rank smell. Your funk. <laughs> we know you've been grinding your butt into that thing every night. Oh, you, gross. You could just wipe, but you don't. You just grind really it fast. into the mattress. Uh, so yeah, you basically. It's risk-free, essentially. You don't even oh. have to worry about shipping it back. What so, uh, if you... If you've been yeah. feeling some aches and pains, maybe you're getting a little older, getting up there. Well, there's two of them, that's Or if fine. you just want to treat yourself. Fuck it. Or, uh, you know, you graduated college and it's time to graduate from that mattress you found on the side of the road with all the stains on it. Um... This is a... This is an excellent way to do that. I remember when I graduated college, I bought a mattress and it cost like 800 bucks. And it wasn't as good as the Casper mattress that I got. And the Casper mattress was cheaper. Mm-hmm. So figure that out. Um, it's only $500 for a twin and $950 for a king, uh, which is as much as mattresses cost. Actually a little cheaper, and it's better, so, uh, you should check that out. Go to casper.com slash dudesoup and use code dudesoup to get 50 bucks off of any mattress, which is a pretty awesome discount. So that combined with the, uh, the trial. Give it a shot, man. You sleep a lot, eight hours a day, maybe less, mm-hmm. but that's a lot of time to spend on a crappy mattress. And boy, is it wonderful after a long, fucking long day to just... <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe that's another old man thing. I just realized. So, let me know when you're done. Okay. I'm, I'm more or less done. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I was gonna say, I, I, we went to your home a little while ago, and I immediately ran into your office to see the uh, the G-Sync monitor. And I was like, <laughs> I need to see this thing. I was impressed. It's big, probably not worth the price, but I forgot I should go lay in your bed, even though you should. probably had countless romps. Oh in man, there. so many romps. Yeah, Ugh, gross. Casper um, mattress, good for romping. You guys are disgusting. That. Man, what are you talking about? It's part of the human experience. I don't want to hear about it. Shake a lot. Uh, the frame does. The bed does. Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Really don't want to hear. About it's that. great though. Like it's got that squish, so you can kind of dig in and get some good anchoring. Oh uh, man, your knees or your feet or what have you. Just get, your knees need to be comfy. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, right. I've gotten. I've gotten. Rug Do you also before. flex in the mirror and stare? At <laughs> not yet. Okay. Um, don't have the mirror up. Just yeah, yet. Put, no, actually, take that back. Put one up and then one to 
the side so I can see myself at all times. Oh, I want to look at my butthole. Yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah. Why are you in the way? I don't want to look at your titties. <laughs> Me. Flexing in the mirror. Me now. Yeah. Uh, buy a Casper mattress today. Uh, that's casper.com slash dudesoup. Offer code dudesoup. And romp like you've never romped before. You, sh you shall romp. Thank you. Thank you, Casper. That's a good, good sponsor. Thank so, <laughs> yeah, they're going to love that one. So, so I guess to kind of... Don't forget the roll, buddy. I know. I'm Calm down. I, I feel I'm like, aware of the roll. I feel like these situations are... Uh, both the drama, YouTube drama situation, and this particular situation is similar in the sense that there's kind of two camps to, to approaching and discussing the problem. And, and I, I said as much before, but just to reiterate, uh, there's the... There's the, we should, we should not accept... Not accept excuses, and only strive for the best. Mm. Um, but those sorts of discussions end with kind of everybody agreeing. Yes, it would be good oh if gosh. all these problems weren't problems anymore. Yeah, and then it just kind I of wish stops my there. back didn't hurt at night. Yeah, right. I uh, wish you had a Casper mat. No, we're done with that. <laughs> uh, but the other side of it, um, which is kind of like us when it comes to drama, of just saying that's just the way it is, and you can't fix it. But when it comes to crunch time, um, Kate Edwards did did provide some <laughs> some concrete things that the IGDA is planning to do to try and help, but. What bugs me is everyone that I saw like loudly and and very ven venomously decrying Alex St. John's article didn't really offer anything else aside from saying this guy is a piece of shit and shouldn't say these things. So I'm curious how would... how, how are we gonna fix crunch time? Yeah, because so you just say just make the companies pay their employees. Okay, but they don't have to. And also, I mean legally, depending on the state they're operating in, yes, they probably do have to, but. But they, but people will do it. Yeah, that's you know, the like, thing. That's the thing. People when, will do it when there's a surplus of employees. This is what happens mm -hmm. in a free economy. So yes. you're essentially saying, you do we have to regulate it then? Do you argue say, for government regulation? Yeah, if you, because I'm pretty sure you'd say no to that. Yeah, not, not you, but well, you can unionize. Uh, you can yeah, but you can also like okay. So let's say that there's a game developers union. True. EA's like we're not hiring out of that union. Yep. If you want to work for EA, don't be in that union. Guess what? No one's going to be in that fucking union. Yeah, it's, so it's a it's a tough thing. The there was a precedent set many moons ago. Oh. Uh, if you're interested at all, because we don't really have time to get into it, but uh, the history of oh, movie studios and how actors went from actually, if you watch the movie Hail Caesar, yeah, uh, it's got a you get, you get, a, you get a good look at it. But uh, the history of film creation and acting is fascinating. Before the Writers Guild, before SAG, and all these other things. Essentially, you were like an employee of the studio, and it was like uh, I talked about this before, but like uh, Adam West, he didn't really try out for the role of Batman as much as it was like, Adam, you're on this show. Yeah, doing assigned, assigned yeah. to him. Here's the script. Uh, you're in Studio A. Go for it. And what? if you watch Hail Caesar, it's a lot like that. It's because they cranked those shows out, and so mm -hmm. many of them were garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they were just like, who gives a shit? Well, like, just like, throw somebody at it. We got we got a roster of talent. Right. And then yeah. at some point, someone made the decision, a smart agent or anyone said, well, uh, you should be able to work for whoever you want. And then they started taking the power away from the studios. Uh, and now it's the power is in the actors and the producers. So now J.J. Abrams can go work for Disney and then he can go work for Paramount the next week and no one's going to bat an eye. Hmm. It's an interesting change. Um, that doesn't exist, but with that as well, like there, you get weird like Hideo Kojima things that happen. So, Adam, I... Yeah, weird situations. I'm but. curious because I, I, I feel like that system only works as long as the public knows who you are and cares about you. Correct. So, if you get done wrong, uh, kind of like the EA spouse situation, if if a random developer is like, I just had to work 80 hours, mm -hmm. everyone's going to go like, 
Okay. If you so don't what? like it, quit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're like, well, I can go to another developer where I'll probably also work 80 hours. The, the, the genuine solution, or rather the, the way that the system is supposed to work, is that there's supposed to be a developer that does things the right way. They don't, they don't crunch, or they compensate for crunch, and then every developer would want to work there. So by, by offering those, those uh, perks, right. they get the best talent. There's supposed to be one of those. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then EA would see that, see that they're losing talent, and be like, oh shit, I guess we should start paying people overtime. That's how the system's supposed to work, but clearly it's not. But there's, yeah. So what's, what's the fix? Well, I, there is no fix. Well, the fix, never is, a fix. the fix is, honestly, what we're, what we're doing right now is ideally we're talking to somebody who is the next major game developer who might head up a really big studio and like basically ends up getting wronged by the system that they were in or they were like, you know what, I'm going to do things differently. That's, that's what, so like, you know, if Cliffy B decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to do, I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to pay my employees what they're worth. Maybe he does. And maybe he does, we yeah. Know. We're not game developers. Exactly. The industry. So uh, his, his studio will get larger and larger, will get more talent because that'll get passed around the industry. That's what's supposed like that should happen mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah. Um. And, and it probably will because, like Adam said, it was you know, early on in movie the movie industry, uh, there was terrible business practices and things like that. But eventually, people caught on. So it, it's you know, game developing's been a thing for what thirty years, let's say. Getting close yeah. to forty, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, it's I think it's evolving, uh, and I think these kinds of articles help. Um, when, when people are like, can you believe this is a thing? Yeah, yeah. You, know? get, you get interesting things too now, like indie game development and mobile game development and other kind of companies making stuff. Like it's, it is changing. It's ever evolving. It's a big reason why I do like this industry a lot, because uh, it is different yesterday than what it was, you know, the day before, or in the day after that. So I don't know. It, it's ever changing, and I, I, I ultimately I hope that people are being compensated what they're worth, and they're not working themselves to death to the point where they don't see their families. Um, yeah. and hopefully they have time to make a family and that you can see why people get burned out and maybe there's a reason why, you know, people are like, hey, I just want to go to this smaller studio or like, I'm going to go work on League of Legends or I'm going to go take a job at Riot because they pay really well. And they don't kill me. Yeah. And they don't <laughs> kill me. Yeah. Yeah. The game's already done. It's great. Yep. Yeah. And we can work on something else and we can take our time. Maybe that's why a lot of people like working at Blizzard. Well, gentlemen, maybe there's not a lot of crunch. We know. solved all the problems in this podcast. Absolutely not. No, we, we are solved every one of them. We, we are just it. a we bunch of dudes. The YouTube drama problem. No, we solved the game developer problem. Nope. You're welcome, everybody. So no. there it is. I'm going to take this fucker down. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens with we, Lawrence. Did you have a different da, 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 da. gun or is that it? Oh, oh no. I shot his little advisor. Whoop. Oh, he's pissed. Oh, he's coming after he's me. Pissed. <laughs> he's coming after me. Get off. Shoot him. What are you doing? I had to reload. Ow. Roll. Dodge roll. Like Dark Souls. I thought I was the other one for a second. The other man, the other bullet man. Really? I really wanted a better. Oh, fuck, this really, is, yeah, we need a better gun for this. Yeah, man. I was trying to get one, but there wasn't. I didn't find one in the arena. Okay. Also, we were closing the podcast away. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, fuck it, it's time to go. Uh, for those who are listening only, we're playing Gungan. Enter, Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. Because it's Dungeon, but with it's Gun, because yeah. everything is Gun themed. Do you like Dark Souls and Zelda and guns? This is a game it's for fun. you. Yeah, it's fun. It's actually, it seems like a fun little indie game. <laughs> it's really I, tough to play without a finger. We got. Tell you. Uh, yeah, you did a great job. I forgot you had old broken finger. Yeah, that's why you were like, just roll, and I was like, we haven't talked. About that yet, have we? Uh, yeah. Broken finger? No. Do we have bonus time? Do have time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, tell us, okay. how did you break your finger? So I was at the, I was at the gym, and basically the, you know, there, there are plates. You pull a pin out of the plates, and that's how you adjust how much weight you're lifting on a weight machine. Mm -hmm. There's like five pounds, ten pounds, right? Yeah. Adding. There's usually yeah. a little pin that you pull out, and then like, so sometimes they'll get stuck. And what happened was my, the pin was stuck into the weights, and I was like, all right, well, I know how to solve this because I've done it a hundred times before, which is. You put your hand on top of all of the plates oh, man. and then pull the pin out because you have to push down on all the plates, pull the pin out, right? 
I so there you're looking at it. You're like, okay, cool. My my fingers are not in danger because I'm on top of every single plate. Well, it turns out I don't. I still don't know how. I have to go back and look. It turns out somebody there is a plate that holds all of the other weights down, and that's on the actual pulley system. And normally that one's at the very top. That wasn't up there when I put my fingers up there. Uh, so when I put my fingers up there, I pressed down on all the plates, I pulled the pin out, and the one that was above, that isn't actually a weight, but is just the pulley system, slammed down onto my middle finger. And it was just my middle finger, and so it was, it was one weight to another, and immediately, like, it was just immediately broken. I knew immediately it was broken. Mm. The, the worst and best part about it was that it didn't sever any nerves, and I could move it, but it was extremely painful, like some of the most pain I've ever felt for about three hours. Oh, and it was just like, I could not believe on how much pain. I was so uncomfortable. My, my hand was on fire for about three hours. You went to the doctor, right? I went to the urgent care. Uh, he like, he, he was funny. He was like, well, you broke it. And I was like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like it was all swollen and like purple <laughs> and it was you're bleeding. The doctor. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a like, doctor. And he's like, I think you broke it. He's oh, like, fuck. He's like, I can't stitch it up because you got, it's it's kind of a, it's like a surface cut. You can still see the bone. Like uh, you could see the bone in the cut, uh, but he's like, I can't stitch it. Uh, um, and he's like, and I can't really like, you know, do surgery on you because I don't think it's all the way broken. He's like, let's do an x-ray. So <laughs> doctor or not. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know right. God. So he was like, you want to do an x-ray? And I was like, yes, please. It's complicated. So we did an x-ray. Uh, it's, it was almost all the way broken through. It wasn't, it wasn't all the way broken through. Mm -hmm. So I didn't fully break the bone, but I have this shard of bone sticking out of uh, uh, this other piece of bone in my finger. It's currently setting. Uh, and with that said, one quick reminder: we're going to be at PAX East this week. Yeah, uh, we have a fan meetup. We do we have a fan meetup on Saturday night after our panel. Yeah. So. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff going on. If you can't make it to the show, you can still hang out with us. We'll uh, find out. We'll have more details on that. Keep an eye on the. Uh, Share it via the social medias. Yeah. Keep an eye on the uh, Rusty site and also, our Twitter. Final quick plug. Let's Play Live has been announced. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. buy tickets for that Jesus. shit. Yeah. In LA. And uh, so yeah. I, I believe tickets are still in pre-sale, which you can unlock using our code FUNHOUSE. We're getting slaughtered, by the way. We are. Uh, fuck. Achievement also, Hunter is this doubling is, this our is the, uh, This you. is the award-winning Let's Play. What? what? We won an award. We did? Let's oh, yeah. Play. Oh, that's right. that's right. The Shorty Award. Yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was fan art of you. Yeah, it's, it's true. That's a good point. So, uh, yeah, please go to roosterteethlive.com. That'll send you to ticket sales and uh, use our code FUNHOUSE because Achievement Hunter sucks! Achievement yeah. Hunter's like Hello. doubling our total. Fuckers. So, show stupid. Achievement Hunter that they're stupid by buying tickets for us. I'm gonna lie and say, the more tickets we sell, the more in the show will be. So if you want to see more of us, <laughs> That's a lie. Lawrence is saying That's a lie. totally true. <laughs> and I know because I'm doing the show. I'm planning it. No, Lawrence isn't planning the show. Not Jack at all. Still lying. It's me. Last year, Lawrence fell. That's right, he did. He was so drunk he on, fell. On his own accord. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a pratfall. It was a pratfall. <laughs> it was a pratfall. Yeah, I wasn't that's that right. drunk either. You were. Uh, you were. That's little, still little. probably my favorite gif of all I time. I bent my glasses because they were in my back pocket. <laughs> so he didn't fall because he was drunk. It was a pratfall. Yeah. Somebody still. I think you, you will guys, suffer for your entertainment. <laughs> just so before we went on watch. stage, you guys bet that I was going to fall. And then, like, the show was winding down and somebody came up and was like, hey, you didn't fall. I was like, oh. Jeff's in the corner hurling and like, oh, I'm like, oh, over. 